Get Up Nation. I hope you're enjoying the Get Up Nation podcast on www.anchor.fm. As a podcast host on over 20 platforms, I really enjoy how easy it is to use Anchor, how Anchor makes everything I need available in one place for free, accessible on your smartphone or desktop computer. Go to www.anchor.fm now. In case you didn't know, Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit each episode. If you're concerned about the distribution of your hard work, don't sweat it because Anchor takes care of that too. If you're considering becoming a podcaster, I would highly recommend Anchor as your choice to begin sharing your content with the world. What up, Get Up Nation? My name is Ben Biddick, the host of the Get Up Nation podcast and the co-author of Get Up, The Art of Perseverance with former Major League Baseball player and CEO of Luron Living, Adam Greenberg. Resilience is defined as the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties toughness. After researching Jamel Herring, an American professional boxer who is known in the ring as Semper Fi, Jamel clearly is a portrait of resiliency. Stephen Brown, the close friend who encouraged Jamel to do something significant with his life, died of lung cancer after facilitating Jamel's enlistment in the United States Marine Corps. Just prior to Jamel's first deployment to Iraq, he grieved being unable to see Stephen before his passing. Jamel surrounded himself with a phenomenal team of Marines that helped him bear the stresses associated with arresting improvised explosive device makers while under the threat of insurgent snipers. Even while meeting the demands of his duty, he still found time to train, and in the desert sun, boxed and competed to earn a spot on the all-Marine Corps boxing team. Jamel became a father. The joys of fatherhood were paralleled with the heavy burden of knowing he was going back into a combat zone for his second deployment. Jamel survived the second deployment and returned to meet the newborn son he'd never met. Soon after, a daughter named Ariana was also born. Her glorious and brief life ended as a result of sudden infant death syndrome. As Jamel reeled from the loss of his daughter, he honored her spirit by digging even deeper and moving forward with his boxing career. He overcame more seasoned opposition and earned a slot on the 2012 American Olympic boxing team. Since then, he completed his military service and became a professional boxer. He's currently training in preparation for his next fight, scheduled for April 14 at Madison Square Garden. Jamel, thank you for taking time out to speak with Get Up Nation. Will you share with us why you love boxing and why you've dedicated your life to it? Boxing it helped me cope with a lot of things, and it kept me busy growing up as a young teen, staying away from all you know, staying away from the trouble in the streets from New York, where I was where I'm from. It's a stress reliever. Whenever I'm boxing, I leave all my worries and problems at, at the door, and I can just focus on something that I love and have fun with. How has your military service in the United States Marine Corps affected your mentality in the boxing ring? Being a, a Marine, going into a heated moment in, in the ring just makes it a lot easier because I felt that, that being a Marine, I've dealt with more adversity than anything that boxing can present to me. So it, it's more of a, it gives more of a mental edge over my opponents because, you know, I've been through deployments, I've been through loss. I just look at boxing as the fun part and the easy part compared to everything that I've been through as a Marine over time. Mike Tyson had the quote, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. When the pain sets in, how do you stay focused, get past it, and stick to your strategy? Just think about all, all the things I've been through from, you know, basic training, spending two deployments in the desert, seeing Marines basically lose close ones over there as well. And I just say to myself, it could be worse. It has been worse. So whenever it gets tough in the ring, I, I just think about, you know, everything that I've been through leading up to that moment. You participated in the 2012 Olympic Games 
the night of the opening ceremony was the third anniversary of your daughter's passing from sudden infant death syndrome. Can you take me through what that opening ceremony meant to you as a veteran, a father, and an American boxer? It meant the world to me because it, it just goes to tell you that no matter what, it's never too late to turn things around and still make the most of your life. I remember at the sky and just saying, I made it, you know, and, and this is for you. Also, I was actually the only Marine over there at the time. You know, there was no other Marines competing in, in the 2012 Olympic Games but me. So that was a great feeling representing not only just my country but my, but the Marine Corps as well. That night, it meant a lot to me, and it just I had a lot of emotions building up just walking with other great athletes as well. But it, it was just a great honor just to be there and represent my country not only just on the battlefield, but you know, on, on the biggest sporting event ever. I can't imagine what a moment that was for you. I got to mention that I was also the, one of the team captains, and they, they trusted me being a, a Marine to help guide that team through everything we've been through as one big family. You were quoted as saying, if you aren't going to be the best, why fight at all? What's next for you as you seek to be the best of the best? Recently, I, I just signed with Bob Arum's top rank. Bob Arum's been around for over 50 years, and I felt that that was the best move for my career, especially being with a great promoter such as um, Bob Arum. He's um, promoted guys from Ali to Oscar De La Hoya, you know, and Manny Pacquiao, so he has a long track record. And I'm just looking forward to doing great things with him. And the next thing we're looking at is April 14th. Madison Square Garden, which is basically my homecoming, and it'll be my top-ranked debut. So I was looking just to do great things and finally capture that world title to make Marine Corps history once again. I think it's over 30, 40 years since the Marine Corps has had a world champion, and that's just one of my goals that I, I, I want to accomplish. On the podcast, I've talked with veterans who describe how important it is to find a new significant mission in the civilian world to help them transition out of the military. How has your boxing career served as your next mission and helped you make the transition into civilian life? The way I keep my schedule and staying busy, is it still reminds me of being a Marine. I just basically continue to carry myself as a Marine and show the public that, yes, you Marines may be known for being aggressive and, and hard-charging and warriors, but at the same time, we present ourselves as gentlemen. We're for the people. Love my country. When I just go out there and represent you know, not only myself, but the core to my best abilities to the people who, who sit and watch because there's a lot of kids definitely out there that, that look up to me. I got a large fan base of uh, adults that um, admire not only what I do in the ring, but what I've done for the country as well. So I was just trying to go out there and just represent the best of my abilities and, and because I know core is still proud of me, and I just want to keep that tradition alive just on a, on a different platform. What doesn't the world know about you yet? Uh, <laughs> that's, that's hard to say because my always, you know, I always put out there, you know, everything I've done in in the past from um, even even long before I grew up as a Marine. But I don't think the world knows that you know, I'm basically a, a loving husband and father first. You just love to spend time with my my family overall because in the end that's had them. So you know, I I want to keep on to that relationship with them as, as much as possible. Your fight in April is at Madison Square Garden. You were born in New York. You joined the Marine Corps in response to terrorist attacks on your city. You fought in Iraq to secure American streets from terrorist attacks. What does it mean for you personally to fight at Madison Square Garden? That's the mecca of boxing. I mean, a lot of a lot of history has gone down in that arena, 
and this is actually be my first time fighting in that arena. So, I mean, that means the world to me. Even though I'm from New York, I have never got a chance to compete in Madison Square Garden. So just to say that out there, I have my hand raised at the end of the night, that, that's a great honor. And I just hope to continue bringing more events back to the, the Garden, as well as my goal in my boxing career is to bring boxing back to Marine Corps bases. Um, and Camp Pendleton and Camp Lejeune are, are the two that I, that I have in mind. I'd love to hear more about that. The reason why I went with top, top rank was, you know, they've seen the vision as well. They've seen that we have a Marine here. He's a stand-up guy. He presents himself well. Let's promote him, get him back out there to his military route, especially the Marine Corps. And um, I know right now Camp Camp Pendleton is one that they're really looking at. is based in California. California is also big on boxing. So why not eventually get him out there in front of the Marines again, potentially as a world champion? Can you go into some of the tradition of being a Marine Corps boxer and the significance of that history? Um, Yes. The Marine Corps boxing has a long, long history that many don't know. Even like, I'm still learning as, a, as I get older, all the history that, that the Marine Corps has had in terms of boxing. I mean, I came across a Marine at 2016 Marine Corps Hall of Fame boxing induction. He was the first Marine, I think he was about 90 years old. 90 wow. years old, he was the first Marine to compete in boxing, and he's still around. Nice, great guy. I met guys like Ken Norton, who passed away a few years back. I sat down with guys like Leon Spinks, who was another um, heavyweight world champion that um, fought Muhammad Ali back in the 70s. These guys, they, we all look at each other as more of a, of a family, you know, because the Marine Corps alone is, is the smallest branch. There's not too many boxers well-known out there that represent the Marine Corps as well. So we all got together. We all gelled. We all connected. It's interesting just to, you know, just to pick each other's brains and from that experience, how sport was then to how it is now. And they all admire that I'm basically one of the ones still around that's representing them on a bigger stage. To have the chance to fight on ESPN, that's a big thing. Now, I know we're trying to get the program back because the program will discontinue right after I had left the Olympics because of my safety issues. But now we're all we're retired Sergeant Major down there who's trying to get the program back. We just want to keep that tradition alive. I couldn't imagine those conversations that you were having with some of those legends and, and how they look to you as the new era and the future here. You remained resilient through throughout your life. And for those who are dealing with adversity, losses, difficulties, what advice or insight can you offer them from your perspective? For me personally, I tell people just stay around the ones that really love you. You know, stay around good people. When I was going through hard times, I had my Marines pick me up. I had, I had family to pick me up. And I never forgot the things that each one of those individuals did for me growing, you know, going through hard times. And that's why being in the position that I am in, I try to get back as much as possible. Like I, I like when I have free time, you know, we try to schedule things where I'm going to see the wounded warriors to pay my respects to them and just let them know that there's guys out here who still care and respect everything that you have done for, for the country as well. And always have a good heart because you may never you may never know when you might need to fall back on somebody or you may need some help. But that's why even when I'm training and I have free time, if I, if I can, I will get down there to see my Marines and connect with them and share my story, all the adversities that I've been going through, and maybe, you know, I, I can help them out a little bit more. Jamel, I always end the show with six quick-fire questions to help my listeners understand how my phenomenal guests persevere through their adversity. Will you run through them with me? Yes. Who are you thankful for today? Who am I thankful for today? I am 
I'm thankful, like my family. And what are you thankful for today? I'm thankful that they're understanding, because um, a lot of people don't understand what Marines go through. So I, I'm really grateful that people that now and take time to listen and understand everything that I've been through in my past, because it, it does get rough at times. How do you fuel the fire within you? I just think about all the Marines that are rooting for me when they see me succeed. So I, I just look at, you know, I can't let them down. It just gives me that, that edge to pick it back up, keep moving forward. What was one thing that adversity has taught you to value? Life, because I've lost people in the past that aren't here, unfortunately. So, you know, I, I just appreciate the fact that I'm here and I'm still able to do what I want to do and enjoy what I love. And what are you doing today you never thought you could? What am I doing today that I never thought I could? I, I never thought that I would be in a position where I would be able uh, have the chance to compete for a world title this year. That dream is coming to a reality. You know, I, at one point in time, it was an impossible task, but with hard work and, and believing in myself, you know, I made it possible. And maybe that's the answer to my final question. What would you do tomorrow that you never thought you could? Win that world title, but I would like to have it right in front of a Marine Corps Bait, plain and simple. Anything else that you'd like to share with the Get Up Nation podcast audience? Um, I just like to say I thank everybody who's um, supported me along the way, and just to continue continue being there for me, and I, and I look forward to doing great things. If people want to learn more about you, where where can they find out more? They can find me on Twitter, Instagram at Jamel Herring, all one word. You know, I just keep it simple. So, like I said, reach out and talk. Don't don't be afraid to say anything because I will talk back. I am a people person. I am friendly, and I and I love and respect for those who have respect for me. Jamel, thank you for taking time out. Wishing you the best. Can't wait to see you fight in April. There you have it, Get Up Nation. Jamel Herring, Olympian, boxer, Marine. Check out his fight April 14 at Madison Square Garden, where combat veteran Jamel Herring, a.k.a. Semper Fi, brings all his fury to the ring. I do not envy his opponent, who will have to face not only Jamel, but the storied history and tradition of the United States Marine Corps. Thank you, Jamel, for taking time out to speak with and inspire Get Up Nation.